an invasion of jellyfish on the East Coast, new details on the upcoming Harry Potter roller coaster at Universal, and we talk about 4th of July in Florida. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Hello and welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything that's fun under the Florida sun. Whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most of your time in Florida. Whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us, our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com, our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast, or you can email us at contact at sunshinestatepodcast.com. I'm your co-host, Andy. And I'm your co-host, Janet. I threw you off with that co-host yeah, that bit in there. that was an interesting intro. Every time I read this intro, I'm like, I just read it the same way, and I don't know if I should be putting my own little inflections <laughs> on different words, or if we should just pre-record the thing and just hit play every time. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean... Or maybe this is too long. If this intro is too long, let us know that, too. Yeah. Well, I think that... I think I think people like routine and yeah. like... like I think that that's that's a good thing. I just so. lo- I like to get our contact stuff in there early, so people and at yeah. the end, so we can hear Absolutely. hear hear uh, hear people complaining about our opinions, like <laughs> they do on the YouTube channel. <laughs> so yeah, no one's really complaining about our podcast opinions yet. No, we've actually gotten really positive reviews, so I love it. And shout out to every single person who's reviewed right now. If you've given us a, a, a positive review, a five star review, we or so appreciate give, it. We love it. It, it makes re- a it really, really helps. big difference. It really helps. I mean, I know it. Do- it sounds silly, but it really does make a big difference. Like we get boosted we get seen more when anybody reviews so. and we just found out we are now showing up uh, a little higher on itunes under the if you type in florida to do florida things to do podcast we're showing up we're getting higher and higher in the rankings in, yeah. I, in I, not itunes thing. anymore what do they call it apple, apple podcast Podcasts. so so that's good thanks for anybody who has been downloading listening yeah for sure subscribing reviewing and you just released a new video too didn't you i just dropped a new video on our youtube channel based on a discussion we had here a couple weeks ago the florida face-off bush gardens versus animal kingdom yes so i kind of took what we discussed and just sort of compiled it down into like a nine minute video yeah it was it's good highlights put out there did really well with it because i it's it's nice because it kind of takes all the different categories we talked about and and divvies them up and says where, who's a tie who's right, the winner you know right. that kind of thing so I, I thought it was and well I done. thought some from some of the comments I was reading I kind of already thought I'd be getting hearing it from the, the Disney people because a lot of Disney people are like real they're like really Hardcore. really into Disney yeah. like they don't some Disney people like I don't, I'm not even going to go to Universal Studios so when we rated Bush Gardens higher on some of the categories, yeah. I kind of thought, "You, what are you talking about? Animal Kingdom is better." But people were like, "I actually, I thought, really supportive." Yeah, they were like, "Wow, you guys did a, you know, you're fair, that kind of yeah. thing." Yeah, yeah, I and agree. I was surprised. A couple people were like, "Bush Gardens is the better park." How come you're viewing, you're saying Animal Kingdom is because we said Animal Kingdom, yeah, is the better park, but Bush Gardens has a lot to offer too, right? And People, and a lot of people, they're better were, when it comes to the animals and, and rides. I think if you're, if you're a roller coaster it, person, definitely yeah. right. Yeah, for sure. So that's a couple weeks ago. We're we're already going back, but I saw some. I was looking at the news before this, and um, 
I saw a story that is near and dear to your heart. Mine? Yes, because we have a joke with Shannon. Every time we go... Snow- about my inability to identify who's singing something on it's, music? No, it's it's more of like your ability <laughs> your ability to attract any jellyfish that's in the area. Oh, yes. And, and get stung. I have jellyfish powers. That's Shannon has jellyfish powers. If, you're, if Spider-Man got bitten by a radioactive spider, <laughs> Shannon has jellyfish powers. Because every time we go snorkeling... Or on a cruise or even scuba diving, somehow yes, Shannon I, finds I the jellyfish. They, I've I never do. been stung, but you've and gotten it like four or five times. Yeah, I, I, it's, it happened. It's happened more times than I care to care to have be stung. Care to by be stung. It. So you're an <laughs> and, old vet. Well, and it's not that bad. I mean, if you've been stung, I mean, I've never, in fairness, I've never had like um, a full. F- well, actually, at the you've, you've never gotten the full blown man of war deal, like the right, really big right, ones, right, just right, the little right. guy who's yeah. about the size of I've a. I've gotten the little teeny tiny nettles yeah. um, stinging me. And then when we were we were on a cruise, I think it was. We were in the Grand Cayman and you got with, stung. I think it was with Heidi and Kevin. And you was got it, stung, yeah. Yeah, because Heidi and I were coming back from like. And oh, the waves was, were really bad, and like I felt like I was going to drown, and then all of a sudden I got stung by a jellyfish. That was the private. I think that was that <laughs> it was, was the private island. That was yeah. Royal Caribbean's private island, and so many people were getting stung by jellyfish out there. Yeah, they that, had like a, a an ammonia station. Yeah, they had a self serve sting <laughs> service station. Yeah, I was like, help yourself. Yeah, help yourself. Here's the jug of ammonia. <laughs> yeah, well, the reason I'm bringing this up, I just saw Volusia County beaches, and Volusia County is that's on the east coast, a little north of Cape Canaveral. This is Daytona Beach. This is um, New Smyrna Beach. This is my favorite name. I love Wilbur by the Sea. I don't know who Wilbur is, but Wilbur. there's Wilbur by the Sea. It's a little town over there, Ormond Beach. Okay. That whole area. Apparently, they've been reporting in the news, it's been all over the place, that 1,200 swimmers have been stung by jellyfish. 1,200? 1,200. Like, well wow. over. And that was the last I read. It could even be higher now. This Ugh. was. This was as of... Is it all the same jellyfish? It's just could, been really busy? The same one just goes swimming from one, from one guy to guy. like, I'm going to get them all. 1,200 people got stung over the course of a weekend, and it might be higher now. What, this weekend? They said from like Thursday through Saturday, and today we're recording this on Sunday. Tomorrow is Monday that this will go out. Okay. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So twelve hundred people have been stung as of yesterday across Volusia County beaches. They the stuff I was saying, stuff I was reading was saying that the, the jellyfish numbers aren't really any higher than normal. Huh. They said wonder, it's more swimmers in the water. More swimmers. It's been hot. Yeah. More swimmers brings out. It's been really hot. It's, I feel like it's it got like stifling. hotter than normal. This. I mean, I know it's June. It's already usually hot, yeah. but it's hot, 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 hot out there already. Yeah, it is. It's really hot. It's so, kind of like, it's like overwhelmingly hot. But they said 1,200 people got stung just because more people out there. There's some other little reasons that could be con- creating more huh. jellyfish. But That's interesting. The first thing I thought of was like, this is, we're coming up on 4th of July, which is what we're going to be talking about on this show. But we're coming up on the 4th of July and some of these popular, popular East Coast beaches are getting jellyfish and it's getting all over the news. And I can just picture, first thing I thought of was the movie Jaws where the mayor needs to keep the beaches open for 4th of July. (laughs) And he's talking. And you posted that on Twitter, right? Yes. Yeah. It's just like a little meme. But I thought there's, we needed to keep the beaches open on the 4th of July. I have to say though, if I'm going to get, if I'm going to have an interaction with any sea creature that can harm me, a jellyfish is the one I would choose because it, Think about your other alatives. Stingray, you're gonna have basically a hole in your in your skin. From Those a look rough. I've never yeah. gotten stung by jellyfish, but I've seen you mean it. Stingray. Stingray, I mean, yeah, I've not, yeah. I've seen 
yeah, I've seen it happen. Those look happen to other people. Rough, really yeah. rough, and and the the stinger can get caught in your skin. I know. Ugh. A shark, come on. There's no no contest there. Absolutely, jellyfish wins every time. See, I'd rather step on like. A sand dollar that was sticking out of sand at a weird angle. If I got to choose get, anything, get cut by a shell. Oh yeah, I'll stub my toe on a shell. Maybe get yeah. pinched by a little oh, crab. Chafe. How about chafing from the chafing sand? From, yeah, that's does that count? Is that is that an encounter with an animal? Uh, does yeah, does getting stubbing your toe on a shell, on a shell yeah. count? I'll, I'll, if they got a critter living in them, if I'll get I'll get pinched by a fiddler crab, hermit crab, something like that. I, that I, I mean, if you're in the sea. And you're like, you know, and getting if you're interacting with something that is going to hurt. You would pick jellyfish? I'd pick jellyfish. But maybe that's I, just I don't because have, I've had so many jellyfish things that I've like built up an immunity. You know, you know what to expect. <laughs> I've never really had a bad encounter with a gel with anything really. Well, they said 1,200 people. And it made me wonder if this is 12, if this is really 1,200 bad incidents or now I have had the thing happen where you're out in the water and those little I don't know what they're called but they're like, like little little I, I think they call critter nettles, nettles yeah. or these little like tiny little things that sting of jellyfish. you yes it's like, it's like what I always think of is like a jellyfish got caught in a motor or something yeah, that's what I think and then like and all of his little he's pieces blended are up <laughs> yep he's blended yeah, up all over and then the, like each little teeny tiny piece gives you like a big sting it feels like a needle it feels like a little pin I've had yeah. that happen where it almost feels like underwater gnats are getting you but they're little so I wonder if this is some of that I don't know if it's twelve hundred. You think that that's what like if it's are people like, oh, complaining? I got, like, one teeny tiny pin mark, it's, and then right. like, oh, I got stung by someone a came out and found the nearest lifeguard and said, "I got stung by a jellyfish." Okay, oh. yeah, sure. I don't know. There's always yeah. weird ways the to. The bigger the jellyfish, the more it hurts for yeah. sure. Yeah. There's always weird ways to skew the the stats one way or the other. And you know what's interesting is we. We saw no. Oh, sorry, never mind. That was in Georgia. But we, when we were in Saint Simon's Islands a couple of weeks a weeks ago, we saw a jellyfish on the shore. Remember? Yeah, it was and called it was, a cannonball jellyfish. I looked it up. Yeah, and it turns was, out they're it, harmless. Yeah, they don't sting you. Yeah, but it was really cool looking. It looked like a, it looked like somebody blew a bubble gum like, like a bubble. white piece of bubble gum white, laid on the ground yeah, yeah. laying on the ground but that's st simon's island that is so close to the florida border right. that you know those things are washing up on our shores too absolutely at least on the atlantic coast yeah so anyway that's cool well yep. i'm sorry they got stung but but i'm sure they're feeling fine now because yeah. as soon as you put some ammonia on it you're pretty much fine maybe they have self-serve stations all over like daytona beach now maybe yeah i thought that was really funny though on that private island where they're like go help yourself yeah. to the jug you know, there's you so know? many people calling up <laughs> I saw something else, and we actually watched this video getting getting off this topic about this is actually something near and dear to our hearts. We're both big Harry Potter fans. We're both big fans mm, yes. of Universal Studios and their... Oh, are you going to talk about the video we yeah, watched? Yeah. Oh, so, so cool. So some details are starting to leak out more and more, and they're starting to become more and more solid about the new Harry Potter roller coaster they're building over it. That's replacing du- Dueling Dragons. It, 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 yeah, it replaced... Uh, well, it was, well called, it was called Dueling Dragons, and they called Dragon Challenge... Yeah, it was like the um, um, Triwizard Tournament. Triwizard Tournament theme. thing, and now they are. And the theming was cool in it, but the. Well, they took what was it used to be dragon uh, dueling dragons. They took what was the old ride, and they kind of added some Harry Potter ish elements to it. And then one it. guy threw something at it somebody else. It always takes one jerk to ruin it. Yeah, yeah. and it ruins it for everybody. That but ride, not if, that I really loved that ride anyway. I didn't think it was that great. But. If you don't know what we're talking about, this ride used to duel. It was called Dueling Dragons. Then it, they changed the name to Dragon Challenge to kind of fit the Harry Potter theme. But the roller coasters, both trains would kind of swerve in and out, and they would duel each other. And there was places race where each other, yeah, right. race each other, and they would kind of look like you were going to crash into the other guys. And, and then there was a super 
super great spot where both of them looped and it looked like you could almost reach out and grab the feet of the other people. So they it came wasn't real like close. They were like, they were like, like going coming right in, at each right other. At each yeah. Other. Like, like, yeah, like they're going to collide, right? Head on collision. And then, and then they like went up or something. And they went up and it looked like you were going to, and if you were in the front row, you could almost like look into the eyes of the guy in the other train. Yeah. yeah. And then they would loop around and then it was so cool until one guy, and it's always that one jerk. He threw something. They don't, I don't think they ever caught the person who it was, but he threw I don't something. Know how they would. Yeah, he threw something from one train. It hit somebody in the other train, right in the eye, and the other person lost an eye. That's messed up, and, man. Yeah, that's messed up. And then after that, they said, "Well, no more dueling dragons." They now they yeah. they, they run they, they run them, but they don't run it, them. But they didn't they didn't duel. They don't them. duel them. But so they've taken it all down now. Now it's just a big construction site. Yeah, and. We saw this video. It, it looks amazing. If these videos we're watching are I accurate, I really hope they're accurate because people it looks are. So cool. And I've seen a few different videos now where where they all kind of they're all, they all co- corroborating each yeah. other's stories. So so basically, it's in the Forbidden Forest, right? If you've, you know, read Harry Potter, and they um, it's it's Hagrid's motorbike. You're that's on. what the speculation is. Nobody knows for sure. Okay, but that's the strong that you'll be on a a train of like motorbikes, and Hagrid is kind of taking you on a little tour. That'd be cool. Yeah, and the the we saw a couple of videos. One was just kind of showing like the track and how it could could work, but one was like a POV point of view, and that one was really cool. And it had like the um. It looked like he built it with roller coaster tycoon. What was that car? The blue car that um, the, the self flying car. The Ford. Oh, Ford. Ford. Yeah, I forgot the name of the actual, the actual model. Ford. Oh gosh. It, it's gonna drive me crazy now. Yeah. yeah. They Any, had a weird name. Yeah. Ford Camila or something no, like that. No, no. You know yeah. I'm gonna have to. Google but that it. car comes out. It looks. It looks like a. It's. It's got elements of, sort of like Cheetah Hunt at Bush Gardens, mm-hmm. but it launches you and then it goes slow through some really neat areas and it launches you and you're going and curving and going up and down again and it launches you and it's so it doesn't look like it's going to be one long continuous crazy roller coaster it's going to be like slow crawls through some themed areas and yeah. then boom we're going to shoot you off again through some more stuff so yeah the looks, launch kind of right. aspects it looked like it i mean it could the descriptions have. look amazing and yeah. apparently this is going to open in 2019 but so next year, definitely we'll, we'll 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 link to the YouTube video. Yeah, we'll we'll show you guys um, what we're talking about. It looks check amazing. It, out. it was really cool looking. It's Ford Anglia. Ford Anglia. What did I say? Camila. I was close. El Camino. Anglia. Maybe I was thinking of an El Camino. A N G L I A. I don't know yeah. if I'm saying it Ford right. Ford Anglia. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that what looks really really cool. I cannot wait for that. So check that out. You know what's funny? Also, whenever I just thought of this, whenever I look for like news stories and things yeah. like that. The one news story, I, I kind of check out just to see if there's anything new that's come out that sure. we want to talk about. And this time of year, every single day on the news, I always see the same story that says, Disney water parks and miniature golf courses temporarily closed due to inclement weather. Every time. And I was wondering, am I looking at old news? And I remember, no, every day. Every day. Every day in the, in the summer. Yep. yep. Every day. We would always get hit by those <laughs> thunderstorms over there. Yeah. Well, so today we're going to talk about some 4th of July stuff, right? That's what we talked about. 4th of July. Yep. It's it's coming up in a few weeks. And we thought for two reasons, actually. One, we would like to kind of talk about some, a place we really like to go for 4th of July every year. It's kind of become a family tradition with us. And talk about some places that we actually thought looked kind of cool, like places and maybe some festivals and events around the state for 4th of July that... If we weren't going to our main place, maybe we would like to check out one of these. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and give you guys, 4th of July is still a few weeks away, so it'll give you guys a chance to reach out and let us know, and we can share some Please, yeah. if cool you guys 4th of July places. your favorite place that you want to go or that you love to go, let us know, because we're always 
looking for, you know, new things right. and, and yeah, wanting to try new things. So what I'd love to find in Florida is like that. Small, I don't know if small town is the right word, but like that hometown 4th of July festival that I don't, it seems like that's hard to find around here. Like, what do you mean? Well, where I grew up, I grew up in the suburb of Chicago called Martin Grove. And it was like the most Americana, to me at least it seemed as a kid, like the most, just the most stereotypical American little suburb. And they had this carnival every year with roller, like this traveling festival and carnival and then 4th of July fireworks. And there was a parade that came through town. Yeah. And here I can't really, unless I'm just not looking in the right spot, a place that has that, like that, just that like town's carnival. festival. There's a couple places I found here uh-huh. that sort of have what looks like that. And it, it might just be because... Summertime down here is not really festival season. Summertime down here is hibernation. Uh, yeah, season. it's hibernation season. Where in the Midwest, that's the time when you. Um, well, but it, it gets just as hot in the Midwest as it does down here. Right. Um, it, it's just I don't know. I don't, it's a, maybe it's not as long. It's I don't diff- know. It's a different kind of hot. Yeah, and the humidity. It's not the heat. It's the humidity. <laughs> it's not the it's humidity. <laughs> but so, yeah, I think. I mean. When the kids were little, like we would always just go out into our our neighborhood park and shoot off fireworks and stuff. We had yeah, the whole neighborhood would kind of take up a collection, and we would buy just the most epic amount of fireworks and just exactly. launch them off from like and this park. Really it's in the middle of our neighborhood. And yeah. honestly, the biggest part to me, the biggest part of what um, is makes Fourth of July awesome is the people that you're with. Right. Right. You know, I mean, if yeah, a, an amazing fireworks show is great, but at the end of the day, you want to be hanging out with your friends or family, you know, having a burger or a hot dog and and relaxing, you know. Right. So and just having fun and, and shooting the breeze. And that's what's really that's to me. Anyway, Neighborhood that's, barbecue. That's the best thing about about Fourth of July. So we, we've taken a few of those people that we used to go have our Fourth of July's with. And we sort of moved our tradition to Siesta Key Beach. Yes. So we go to Siesta Key. How many, how many years have we it's gone? It's been about now? four or five years now that we've been going to Siesta Key, it right? It hasn't been that long. It feels like it. it's been at least four years. I think maybe it's been really four. I, I want to say. I know it's at least been three. Maybe it's been four. Yeah, it maybe have been about three or four. And the reason we kind of started going down there is we had some close friends of ours who lived in the neighborhood and they moved down from the Tampa area here down to Sarasota and right. they, they live really close to Siesta Beach. Siesta Beach is great. It's wonderful. It's probably my favorite beach in Florida. It's yeah, the sand is like flower. World renowned for just white like sand. Flower. Awesome sunsets. It's not a super touristy beach. I mean, it is. It's pretty famous. Mm, yeah, it's pretty famous. But it's not like Clearwater Beach or Daytona no, Beach. It's, it's going to draw all those people. Yeah, it's not the kind of beach where you go to see and be seen. Right. It's the kind of beach where you go and have a great day with your family. It's a good beach, beachy beach. It's it's rated almost every year as the best beach in America. It is. So it is. to say it's not touristy is not realistic. It's funny. It's not touristy, but it's because it's not really located near a big, big city. Right. It doesn't draw people. But there people. are a lot of people there. There are, especially for 4th of July. Yes. It doesn't seem like we have trouble getting parking. We do We do have to look well, around for it. It depends on what time you go. We so got to get there what, early. Yeah. Well, no, actually. So what happens is, and this happens every year, and we always forget. And I'm like, next year, we're not going to forget. Oh, uh, right. Basically, right. what happens is everybody goes to the beach in the morning. And they're like, we got to get there early. And everyone goes to the beach in the morning. And then right around 3 o'clock, 
the people who aren't going to stay for the fireworks start leaving. Yep. And that's around when we go. And so we, the past few times, we've gotten lucky because people were leaving when we were arriving. But there's like a really small window there where everybody starts arriving. That's a good be- That's a good tip, actually, because so, there are so many beach fireworks that if you want to see them. Yeah. Get there not get there early enough. When I said early, like we're not getting there at no. five o'clock. We get there on two or three, four. Yes. Have a good full I, beach day. Yeah, exactly. But then we're before the firework crowd, but then after the morning beach crowd. So we kind of slide in that window. Yeah. Yeah. Right, it's right worked out it's really well. It's really hot and people are like, it's too hot. Let's go home. And we're like, all right, here we are. You yeah, know? it's worked out great. <laughs> and Siesta Beach has a really great firework display right on the beach. And the neat thing is when the fireworks are going off, there's all these little towns. Like you can look down. Yeah, you and look you down the beach see, and you just see fireworks all yeah, the way down. Yeah, like Venice down south, Bradenton up north. You yeah. see all these little firework displays going up for all these little beach communities. It's really neat. And I have awesome to say, sunsets. it's just the most, uh, for me, I feel like it's the most amazing fireworks show that I've ever seen. Well, you're so close to it, you're which right is there, really and neat. It's a great, I mean, it's it's really long. It's a long show. And then they do their grand finale, which is, you know, just breathtaking. And the first year, you guys, crazy, crazy people, were out in the water watching. And it. I still want to do that. It was my favorite thing ever. So we went out, we were out like on a sandbar out there, and it was only maybe 20 inches of water. We were out pretty far, but it was pretty shallow. And it got dark, and yeah. it got dark. The sun went down, and we're just out in the water and, and, and me watching and the fireworks from the water. It was great. It was so great. But I mean, you guys were freaking out, thinking we were going to be by a shark yeah. or something. Yeah, we're like, it's feeding time, and they're out there. Yeah, pretty much. But we're like sitting on a sandbar, like <laughs> knee deep water. Big deal, right? But Siesta Key, very very cool place. Last year though, now this is the thing. Last year. We had a little bit of an incident, and we almost wondered if we should go again this year, but every year we go, it's been great, and this was the one year yeah. that right before the fireworks, we could kind of feel... Where, okay, no, it, it was, wasn't before... Well, well, yeah, it started right before the fireworks. We'd see the clouds yeah, start to approach, start, they and, started then, rolling in. and then a, cl- a cold breeze started hitting, yep. and we're like, guys, this doesn't this feel good. good. And then one of our friends got on his phone, looked at the radar, and said, hey, this is about to hit us. And then we just saw this giant wall But didn't the fireworks of, start? The fireworks started early. Early. They sh- they started That's shooting. Right. They shot them off about twenty minutes early because they saw the radar too. Yeah. So we're like, wait, the fireworks are going off. Is this the show? And they're all going off like before the sun even yeah, went fully it's down. Like, it's like they just started, and then they were like, okay, let's just do the grand finale. And, all and they, at once. they just shot them all <laughs> off at once, and then pow, the just the pour. It just started pouring rain and the lightning, thunder and lightning right it on, was top like right on top of it us. It freaked yeah. me out. Cause I don't do lightning. I no, as soon as doesn't. as lightning is like my kryptonite. When there's lightning around <laughs> and I'm outdoors, it gives me it freaks me out. So we were, we all had kind of make a run for it, run right. back to the car. All these people are making a run for it through all this mud and rain and thunder and yeah, lightning back to the cars. Fun. That wasn't great. Yeah. And then, well, and I remember too that like there's there's this path back to the parking lot. I know. And, and people were and, getting all and slow. Everyone's going really slow because all the people at the front of the line trying to get out of off of the beach decided to stop where there was a tree cover and hide from the rain under That's the tree cover. Right, and they were blocking everybody else from getting off the beach. everyone from getting off the beach. And, by the way, the worst place you could be is under a tree during a lightning storm because that's where lightning strikes yeah, is trees. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, yeah, I think that... I'm hoping that it won't happen again. But we're, we're... But it's an amazing show. We're planning on doing this again. I think Siesta Key is our place, but... 
right before we're doing this, I, we decided to look at some places that we thought would be cool to do for Fourth of July, and there are a ton of beach places, a ton of beach communities shooting fireworks off, right? As and as well as the big cities. So I didn't really want to put any big cities on the list here because they all have one. There's a downtown yeah. fireworks in Tampa. There's a downtown fireworks in Jacksonville. There's Daytona a downtown beach. Yeah, Miami. There's a downtown bayfront in front of Miami, and there's a downtown. One around the fountain in Orlando. And then, of course, all the theme parks yeah, are going to have Yeah, Disney has a great one. So. For sure. Universal. You can hit all those. So here's five that I just kind of struck, struck me as, you know, if we were in the area and we're, we're going to Siesta Key, but if we were in the area, these might be cool to check out. Did you have any that you found? Well, I, I just wanted to say, and I'm hoping I'm not going to steal your thunder here because I don't know what you're going to say, mm-hmm. but um, I found this article on Florida Travel and Life. Um, it's floridatravellife.com. And basically they list out the best, what they say are the best 4th of July celebrations in Florida, but they list it out in region. So they have like the Northwest region, the Southwest region, the oh they have the Tampa Bay region specifically which includes Sarasota and uh, Central region which includes obviously Disney World um, there's all yeah there's all kinds of things there and we'll post this all on our Southeast Fort Lauderdale show notes. Northeast Jacksonville so anyway it's floridatravellife.com and and if you don't know where to go in your area this might be a good place to start yeah we'll put this up on our show yeah. And there's tons, there's tons and tons and tons of them. So, so what do you got? So these are the two that I thought kind of sounded similar to the one we do. This is sort of our Siesta Key, but in some different locations. So I okay. saw that up in Panama City, mm-hmm. they have this thing called the Star Spangled Spectacular. This looked really cool because it is actually, they call it. Now, I found a few places that bill themselves as the biggest fireworks display on the Gulf Coast. Absolutely. I, I found like two or three of those. Like, which one is which? But this one did seem kind of legit because it is the Panama City Star Spangled Spectacular where there is dueling fireworks going off from both the city and the county. Oh, so, that's cool. So, yeah, you see one fireworks show going off over here and there's another fireworks show going off over, off over here and it sounds like they're they're dueling and kind of trying to like one-up that's each other. That's really cool. So that sounded really neat. That's up in Panama City. That's in the panhandle. And there is an app you can download from Kickin 103.5. That sounds like a country station, doesn't it? Probably is. I don't know, maybe. And you can listen to the music. So, so it's going off like choreographed to that's music from cool. that, from oh, that station. Oh, that's really cool. The weird thing is, this is funny. I don't know this area well enough, but it says there's one is going off from the two from the identical city pier and county pier. Yeah. So the Russell Fields pier and the MB Miller pier, and from everything I looked at, like on Google Maps uh-huh. and everything. It looks like the same pier. I don't know if there's like two halves of it and one half is, I don't know. That's kind of weird. But Hmm. they also claim to be the biggest or one of the biggest piers. Largest fireworks display on the Gulf Coast. On the Gulf Coast, yeah. Yeah, that sounds awesome. So I'll check that out. Dueling fireworks sounds like, you know, that sounds like a win-win for all the spectators. Yes, for sure, for sure. And it's like there's there's just another cool little beach town to hang out at and See some cool stuff. The, this is another kind of along the lines of what we do at Siesta. And this is down in Naples. They have a 4th of July fireworks display in Naples. That It's 25 minutes long with special effects. So there's lasers and smoke and stuff like that. And it's choreographed also to music that you can you can listen to on one of the local radio stations. But this is Naples. And Naples is one of the more... Let's say it's one of the richer areas in well, Florida, yeah, so they're going to have a area. they're going to have a good show. I watched a couple of videos from 
their New Year's Eve fireworks display and it looked really great. So oh, I okay. thought that they would do something neat. And it's just, again, you go out to the beach and they shoot them from up here down there. Okay. And that seemed like a cool. It says it's a 25 minute display too. Yeah. That's, that's that seems long. long. Yeah. I, didn't, I never saw, that's why I put it on here because it's like a beach area. It's not in one of the bigger cities. So if you're in no, one of the big cities, you know where to go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Naples is near Fort Myers and I mean, there's definitely plenty of cities down there that would. I would drive to Naples. I mean, we live, you know, north of Tampa and we drive down to, to Sarasota. Siesta, yeah. yeah, Sarasota. So. Uh, and there's plenty of rich folks down there who so, oh, I feel like they're going to put on a good show. I don't right. know. Is that a crazy reason for putting no, this on I there? No, I mean, it's probably more PC to say that they're a wealthier area. <laughs> it's but, a, it's but a wealthy zip code. But yeah, they're, they're rich. <laughs> <laughs> and the radio station, according to the, the, what I'm looking at, is WAVV 101.1. You're fine. It looks like we, we went off the same list here. Yeah, well, so, maybe. Um. Key West, again, we don't get down to Key West that often. We've been down there before. It's a tough place to get to. But Key, this is where I kind of like that. I was talking about before. What It's neat when a whole town has like their whole little festival around 4th One of thing. July. Mm-hmm. And Key West is a fairly small town. Everybody knows about it. It's a fairly small town. So, of course, 4th of July, they celebrate the Key Lime Festival for, during this time. So I don't know what Key Limes and 4th of July have to do with each other. But there's the, well, key, the Key Lime Festival. It's a big music and food festival. It doesn't matter what day it is. If there's some Key Lime pie, there's it's time for a festival. It's always a good you. day for that, right? Yeah, it's always a good day for a Key Lime pie. So they have this big food festival. There's a Key Lime 5K. That'd be awesome to run a 5K yeah. around, around Key West. I'd love that. Absolutely. I can't get on a scooter though. We've got I've got bad. They've got a lot of scooter rentals down You've there. Got in Key bad West. juju with. I got with bad scooters. juju with scooters. There's at least one of y'all out there who knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know if they're listening though. <laughs> That's a different story for a different day. Yeah, let's look at the scars on your knuckles and yeah. see what. Uh, anyway, go on. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting way off topic. So there's a, a, a fireworks show that they fire from the Casa Marina Resort. This is south facing, kind of south towards Cuba. So we fire off fireworks so that the Cubans can see. And then there's, um, I guess there's a really good view from the White Street Fishing Pier, which is right near that famous, iconic southernmost point yeah. thing, which actually isn't the southernmost point. Did you know that? I did. You yeah. told me. I just found that out recently and I just couldn't wait to tell you. I just, I love finding these weird facts and then yeah. being like, you know that southernmost point that everybody gets their picture taken next to? Not the southernmost well, point. Well, go ahead and tell everybody what what is the southernmost point. It's actually a part of like a navy base that's right up the street from there, and you can't get to it because it's so it's like seventy five miles off of the shore, right? No, well, there is the mo- the southernmost point in Key West is like part of a navy base, uh-huh. part of like a naval uh, headquarter, like a naval area. Base, yeah. So you can't get to it. So this is like the southernmost point that people can actually reach. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The real southernmost point is like a different. It's like a private island, even further down the way out there. Not the Navy base? It's not even on Key West. I, fa- I forget the name of the island, but it's a different island. Oh, wow. It's draw- I, it's on the tip of my tongue. But it's, an, it's, but it's in the United States. The real southernmost point of the United States isn't even Key West. It's like 10 miles out on a private island. It's like this private private island that you, you can look at it on uh, pictures of it. There's like houses on it. Like some people privately own this island One out there. One day we'll own I something know, there. I know, right? It will, and it also says that the... I mean, I, I obviously it's going to have key lime pie, but... It says that it's one of the one of Florida's biggest foodie events. So obviously they must have a lot of different kinds of food at this event, and it's July first through the fourth, according to what I'm looking at. Not I wonder if it's fourth. anything like the Kumquat Festival that they have up in Dade oh. City, where everything's got key lime in it. Like maybe, maybe key lime beer, key lime wine, key lime chicken 
nacho nuggets. I don't know. That sounds pretty good, actually. I love that. <laughs> this is one that's kind of closer near and dear. This is a bunch of events. This is kind of a bunch of events rolled up in one. I think this will be really, really fun. So just about every Florida State League. The Florida State League is the single-A minor league baseball league that several towns in Florida have a baseball have a minor, minor league baseball team whether yeah. you know it or not you probably have a minor league baseball team really really close and it was on our bucket list our it, it was we want to I actually really have gotten into watching minor league baseball lately especially like in person it's just really really fun it's yeah. just this old school just feels like how baseball should be right it's re- the fun level though I've I've learned is really kind of dependent on the crowd okay so if you go there and there's a good crowd it's really fun because you Mix yeah. it up with the crowd and you get feed the energy. If you go there and there's like 200 people in the stands, I don't you, know. You we really went, better be a baseball fan because the then you're just watching Thrashers the game. game. We went to didn't have a ton of people in the stand, but we had a great time. Clearwater. Well, I've been to a couple in the last year, and the Clearwater Threshers they they actually they average like 2,000 people per game. Which is pretty good. That is good. But nobody was sitting in our section. Right. Like nobody. Which is because and they, we were like right behind home plate. Yeah. So <laughs> we paid like the 10 bucks to have the best seats in the house. So we were like right down. I don't play. And nobody else wanted to pay that much. I don't know. No, it didn't matter though. It seemed like you could pay five bucks and sit wherever you wanted. Sit wherever you wanted. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But then when we went to the Smokies game up in Tennessee, it was pretty crowded. It was and real was crowded. Fun. Yeah. That was that a double. Was really fun. That was double A baseball. And it's in a more touristy area for the, for, it's right near Gatlinburg, yeah, Tennessee. Gatlinburg area. And it just seemed like in a town like that, that was like their hometown sports team, you know, so they right. just had like a lot of people. But going back to this, just about every local Clearwater, uh, sorry, every local minor league baseball team that's got that's playing at home is having a fireworks show. So okay. Clearwater, we were just saying Clearwater and Dunedin are playing home games on July 3rd. So they're doing their fireworks shows and their celebrations those days. But just about every home team, the Kissimmee uh, Florida Fire Frogs, they're doing this. The Fire Frogs. The fire fro- I don't know what a Fire Frog is. Plus, this one annoys me because they play in Kissimmee and they're the Florida Fire Frogs. They like, who who gave them the right to claim the whole state? <laughs> You're mad about that? I'm mad about that. Also, every other team, unless they're like the, you know, the, the St. Lucie Mets or something like that, they've got a fish name for the most part. Like there's the Dunedin, the Clearwater Threshers. We got a lot of frogs. Tampa I mean- Tarpons. We got a lot of frogs. I don't think that I don't think that it's unusual for somebody to. I mean, it's not like well, there's no frogs in Florida. But what's I mean, a fire we got a frog? Ton of frogs. A frog that got really hot from the Florida sun. I guess they just I don't said know. they just said we don't want to be the Florida frogs. What's something hot? It's hot here. Ah, the Miami heat's already taken. Uh, fire frogs. <laughs> fire right. frogs. Sure. Print it. Go it's with that. Alliteration. Alliteration. Two Florida F's. fire frogs. Triple F. They should probably call them at the, the triple F. You're going to see triple F this weekend? What are you talking about? <laughs> But everybody, the, all these teams are doing something. Well, that would be fun. Yeah. Go get a hot dog. It's cool. You're watching baseball. Then, if you don't yeah. have a local thing going on, you're gonna, and they all seem to have a big fireworks show. A lot of these, what's actually pretty cool is that they well, didn't do. Didn't we do that? Where did we do that? Did we do that in we, Chicago? Baseball? Yeah. Where, where did we go when they had like a, um, a fireworks show? Was Cle- that a- Clearwater Threshers. They do fireworks shows okay. just about every weekend. Okay. But they okay. say, I was reading on their webpage that for 4th of July, it'll be the biggest one of the year. Okay. So that sounds do that. fun. And what's kind of neat is a lot of these teams, they also come out wearing like a special 4th of July uniform and they actually auction them off for charity after the game. So oh, that's nice. You might end up getting a future all-star who was in single A and that's a cool story. So right. kind of, kind of. Pretty cool. What else you got? And then the last one on my list, and this is one that I think is legit, legitimately cool, and I would actually really like to do this, but I think we're going to be driving down there like a three days later, so I don't know. But the Sarasota Powerboat Grand Prix Festival, and this is in Sarasota. Oh. 
Yeah, the boat races. Boat racing. It's yeah, our friends have talked about this to us. Yeah, it's jet ski racing, powerboat racing. It's a it's a festival that starts in June on June twenty third, and it runs all the way to July fourth. Most of the events are like golf events and fishing events and and things like right. that. It's all for charity, and and then the racing starts July one and two, the weekend of July first and second. The racing totally free, so I think that would be a really cool thing to see. That would be. Yeah. In fact, our friends have seen it and they tell us every year, well, you guys need to come We down should for go. It. We should go. It's, yeah. it's, it's in a couple of weeks. So July 1st and 2nd, there's racing. I guess if you've got a boat, you can take it out there into the water and watch from certain designated areas that they kind of have roped off for boats. Yeah. You can watch from the beach. They have VIP viewing areas that are a hundred bucks if, if that's your thing. <laughs> and then on 4th of July, they're, they're doing fireworks from... Uh, Sarasota Bay. Like, so right in front of downtown Sarasota, there's this bay that kind of yeah. surrounds the whole area. You can watch from, from just about anywhere around there. That sounds pretty cool. The racing, I would really like to check out just to the, just, I think that'd be a cool thing to see, see up in person. Yeah, that sounds great. So that sounds really That's great. like the, the, the list of five things that really looked cool to me. Well, I there's just want a wanna, lot of things out there. There's, um, there's a, there's a lot more, obviously, on that list that I talked about at the beginning, but, um, I just have to say, Altamont, Altamont Springs, Altamont which Springs. is yeah, which is kind of between Tampa and Orlando. It, um, they have. I just have to say, I, I really like the name of their event. So What's I don't know called? if it's a cool event or not, but it's Altamont Red Hot and Boom. Red Hot and Boom. Yeah, so that's kind of fun. Like at first when I first saw it, the boom, I thought it, I thought it was like balloon, and then I was like hot air balloon. Like I, that would be cool too. Like some kind of. You know those glowing hot I air balloons? I thought that too. I, I think I saw that and it sounded red hot and yeah, it sounded like a balloon glow yeah, kind of thing. I, right. I think that would be cool too with fireworks. We a should start our glow. own event and have it be that. A balloon glow the with fireworks? The sunshine state of mind, uh, balloon glow and fireworks. Maybe in five years, you know. When, yeah. When, <laughs> when we got a couple more listeners. Yeah, we have a couple more listeners <laughs> and we can, we can um, actually sponsor the event. <laughs> right, 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 right. Let us know. Would you guys come? Let us know. <laughs> Tweet at us. Maybe, hopefully, in a few weeks, we won't have another lightning and thunder and Siesta Key you, uh, storm yeah. story to I tell. I hope not, too. Well, thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed this, please give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. And please, again, share us with your friends and family. It helps us grow. Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Florida Podcasts. And tweet at us if you have any recommendations for a 4th of July celebration that you love. We would love to hear from you. Search Sunshine State of Mind on Facebook or YouTube. And be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com. We will see you guys next time. Have a great one.